Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Hi! And welcome back because... I'm back! <laughs> okay, so today we're going to be talking about the Orchard Towers double murder. Ooh, oh, double murder. Yeah, so this happened in Singapore in 2002. Yeah, so before we start, right? I don't know how to feel about this because I feel like every time I start, I'm like, you guys, I don't know how to feel about this case, but I really don't know how to feel about this case, okay? Okay, okay. Let me just start off by asking a question. How do you feel about the word slut? <laughs> oh. oh. I mean, it's offensive. Yeah. But it's so like commonly used Yeah. that it doesn't thought, yeah. sting as much as it used to. I just feel like all of us are just like desensitized. Yeah, you know, it's to, really bad. Yeah, because of media, social media, and yeah, Western TV. That being said, don't say that. All this murder happened because of the word slut. Oh, ah. Okay, let's just get into it. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about a guy named Michael McCrea. Oh, okay, that's a so cool name. He is from Nottingham, England. Ooh, and he is forty-four years old. Okay. We are in the year so. 2002. Yeah. So, a bit of a background about Michael McCrea, right? To sum mm. it up, when he was young, he left school with really poor results. Mm-hmm. And he ended up in his in his 20s, yeah. which was around 1980s. He became recognized for being like an excellent salesman. Ooh, okay. Yeah, like he was really yeah. well recognized. He was in the papers and all because Ooh. he he brought such a big amount for his company that yeah. he was working for at that time. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And in the early nineteen nineties, he came to Southeast Asia, Singapore. Ooh, <laughs> yep. So he came here to you know find some work opportunities, and he met his wife here. He met a lady, an Australian lady named Brunetta Stucco. They fell in love and they got married. How cute. Yep. But she had to go back to Australia and she lives there now. Yeah. But they're still married and they just Mm. have like a long distance relationship. Mm. And you know, he worked his way up in Singapore and he's now a financial advisor. Cool, cool. Yeah, and he loves boxing, so he's yeah. kind of like an amateur boxer. Yeah. And he meets in nineteen ninety eight a man named Ko Nai Guan. And Ko Nai Guan is a Singaporean who is forty six years old. He's married and he has three kids. Okay. Now, how did they meet? Konai yeah. Guan was a taxi driver and uh-huh. Michael boarded the taxi and uh-huh. they got talking and they immediately hit it off. Okay. And Michael McCrea offered Konai Guan a job to be his personal chauffeur. Wow, that's... Wow. <laughs> right? What an... Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, like... Now, why they hit it off, right? Konai Guan is not just a taxi driver. For um, being a taxi driver, mm. he was a businessman. He dabbled in, you know, opening oh. up a few businesses. But yeah. unfortunately, it all failed. And then, you know, he saw this opportunity to be a taxi driver because at that time they were mass hiring. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he was like, why not? Let's try it. So he's actually very well spoken. Mm. And as a taxi driver, he actually won an Excellence Customer Service Award. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so he's, you know, I can see why they would have hit it off. And Michael would have wanted him to be his personal chauffeur. Yeah. And here's the thing, right? They got really close, okay? Like, mm-hmm. they 
They people say that they are almost like brothers. They bonded Aww. like brothers. That's really cute. Yeah, but Kodankon has a really bad habit. Okay, he loves having affairs. He mm. loves sleeping around with foreign workers. His <laughs> wife one day in nineteen ninety nine had enough and just yeah. kicked him out of the house. Damn. And Michael Macria took him in. Mm-hmm. So Michael Macria was living alone in a pine woods garden apartment. It's like a condominium, mm-hmm. and so he um, brought Konai Gwan in to stay with him. That's fancy. He just <laughs> gave him a room, his Damn. own room. Michael really doted and really like bromanced Konai Gwan. Okay. Yeah. To the point that he called Konai Gwan a pet name, an affectionate nickname, Agwan, and he pays. Um, Aquan, mm-hmm. a salary of six thousand dollars a month. Oh my god! I can only dream of that kind of salary. As a <laughs> sort of going into adulthood, adult, uh-huh. I can tell you that I will never, ever be able to make it to that salary in my lifetime. <laughs> well, damn. And all for a chauffeur. Do chauffeurs earn that much? Is it time for me to get a driver's license? Yeah, go get a driver's license. What are you doing? Man, <laughs> come on! And he also gets a $20,000 yearly bonus. Wow. Wow. This... No, no, no. Wow. I'm not done. I'm not you, done. What? <laughs> Michael McCrea bought Aquan a car uh-huh. and did the down payment of $30,000 for the car and just gave it to Aquan. <laughs> But that is how much he loved Aquan as a brother, you know, as yeah, a yeah. as a friend, you know. Uh-huh. The two of them lived with their girlfriends in the apartment. Okay, so okay. both of them have their girlfriends living with them. Now let's Wait, go Michael to has a girlfriend? yeah. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> Wait a minute, doesn't he have a wife? <laughs> so in so Michael McCrea went to a um boat key discotheque club bar with his friend Gemma yeah. Louise Ramsbottom is his friend and she used to do his business paperwork for him when he first came to Singapore so and she was like his secretary just a friend who okay. did work for him long for time free? ago uh, no not for yeah, free yeah. Okay, cool. and she introduced a woman named Audrey Ong Pei Ling to Michael McCrea now Audrey is a Singaporean 22 years old barmaid in that discotheque club mm. thingy okay. and they met and they hit it off and they became boyfriend and girlfriend they had an wow, affair wow just like that I guess they hit it off they talked yeah. they started you know meeting and yeah he she moved in with him yeah. and she also lives in the Pinewood Garden apartment I see I and Aquan also has a girlfriend yeah. now Aquan has a girlfriend who is 30 years old who is from China Fujian who is a teacher she came to Singapore to work uh, as a teacher mm-hmm. and she's also married by the way in China her husband and she has twin boys and she's been married happily for eight years before yeah having this affair with Aquan. Her name is Lan Yamin but her nickname I think is Suzy. Wow this is yeah. just wow okay cool. And so here comes the murder right yeah. who gets murdered in this four it's one of these four yeah it's two of these four double, uh, murder. double murder yeah okay so we come to new year of 2002 okay yeah a quick recap of all the characters right michael mccrea 
girlfriend Audrey. Mm. Aquan, girlfriend Susie. Yeah. Gemma, friend of Michael. Yeah. Michael's wife in Australia. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So we come to New Year of two thousand and two. Okay. Yeah. It was actually on the New Year day. It was um, on the second of January at yeah. midnight. Hmm. Okay. No, 1st January, midnight. So, on 2nd of January. Which is 2nd of January, yeah. yeah okay. So, they popped the champagne and they were celebrating the new year. And it's either, right, Aquan was high on drugs mm. and he was telling Michael, like, I don't feel so good, Michael. Like, I'm high on drugs. I tried this new stuff from Malaysia. Yeah. Or... It was that Michael was talking about their performance last year and, yeah. you know, talking about how their performance should be in this year. Uh-huh. And Michael made a comment like, hey, you know what, Aquan, like, you should be more focused. You should stop getting distracted with relationships. Uh-huh. And so this upset Aquan. Yeah. And either way, either in both scenarios, high on drugs or or the fact that he's upset by Michael's statement. Yeah. He just, like, asked Susie to, let's go to bed. Yeah. And on the way to the bedroom, right? Yeah. Aquan taps the sofa and calls Audrey a slut. Why? Yeah, and then Audrey is, like, in disbelief, and Michael's like, what? What did he say? And Audrey was like, he just called me a slut. You don't do that. You don't just call someone a slut seriously. Like, yeah, that's yeah, super offensive. This is the confusing thing. Like, why would he do that? Yeah, exactly. Like, what is the like, point? Like, you're the one who's cheating on your wife, man. Like, what is the point, you know? Like, I yeah. don't understand. Yeah. But either way, right, Michael got really upset about this. And he yeah. stood up and he went to confront um, Aquan. So he kind of, like, pushed Aquan and said, like, Hey, why'd you say that about my girl, man? You yeah. know? And, you know, at this point is when Aquan grabbed a vase and just smashed it on Michael's forehead. Oh, God. But this had absolutely no effect on Michael. I don't Uh, know why, but Michael... (laughs) What? Yeah, but Michael pushed Aquan down onto the floor, kicked him repeatedly, and then knelt down, used one arm to hold Aquan's head in a headlock, Uh and used the other hand to just punch his face repeatedly oh god that's so violent that's so violent that is until, very violent until Aquan was just motionless and just unconscious and the girls did nothing to stop him Audrey was just in shock okay yeah. and Susie at the back was like trying to sneak like step by step like towards yeah. the door to leave to like yeah. get out of there yeah but no like audrey and michael caught her and they put her in the room mm-hmm. now what happened to Susie, right mm-hmm. we just leave her in the room for a while okay we'll go to what mike and audrey did next mm-hmm. immediately mike was just thinking we need to hide the body yeah it's just like don't call the ambulance don't try to resuscitate him like all of the options just like went out of his mind and the first thought is we need to hide the body why like (laughs) so you know he went to get a luggage but audrey said let's use the wicker basket which they use as a coffee table Mm. so they got the wicker basket and they stuffed his body inside and michael kicked and bent and like completely deformed his leg to get it to fit inside the wicker basket Mm -hmm. and then they shut it down and then immediately they started to ransack the whole house finding for everything that belonged to Aquan to Mm -hmm. to 
throw it away, dispose it, and to make sure that it looks like he didn't ever live here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And that's where Susie comes to play, okay? Yeah. They wanted Susie to give information of where the $20,000 bonus was. Where mm-hmm. did Aquan put the money? Yeah. And so this is where she was hit. She was kicked for information. Uh-huh. And Poor Susie. Yeah. And she was in a very unconscious state after that. Yeah. And she passed away 24 hours after the fight of Michael and Aquan. Yeah. Damn. This is according to her autopsy. That. Yeah. So here's the thing, right? The weird thing is that she didn't die from the cakes, but mm-hmm. she she had a very, like, um, low breathing, you know? She mm-hmm. was, like, very um, unconscious and... Instead of like trying to help her resuscitate her because yeah. she's still alive, yeah, he put her on top of cloths to uh-huh. wrap her body in cloth, and then she he put like uh, a few plastic bags over her head and wow. tied it on her neck, secured it with his own red tie, his necktie. What yeah, the hell? he just like that's so messed up. Yeah, so that she would slowly lose oxygen because she's just like. Yeah. You know, slowly breathing into the plastic bags, right? Yeah. And she just died slowly and oh her cause God. of death was suffocation, yeah. What the hell? Why? And Why? I'm not sure of what happened, but in her autopsy, right, it also showed that she took a lot of drugs. That there was a lot of um diazepam tablets in her mm-hmm. body and it could, you know, be the reason for her um unconscious state. Oh, yeah, I but see, who fed her these drugs? Did she yeah. take it on her own before? Or is it because, you know, they force-fed her drugs, you know? Mm. Or did she try to take it to just, like, end it because she's scared? Mm. Yeah, we don't know. But all I know is that they didn't help her when yeah. she was... She was still alive. They could have done something to yeah. help her. But um, immediately, they called Gemma. You remember Gemma, yeah. Louise, Ram, Saram? Yeah. Yeah. They called Gemma and, you know, um, when she came to the house, you know, Michael was like, you need to help me, like, help me look around the house. Anything that belongs to Konai Guan, I need you to take it and I need yeah. you to put it aside. Mm. And while helping clean the house, finding for all these documents, right, yeah. she smelled such a foul smell. And so it was coming from the wicker basket yeah. and she walked towards it yeah. and she lifted it up. Mm-hmm. And it was a freaking body. Yeah. And at this point, Michael was like, if you say anything, I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Like, you're my friend. Just help me, you know? Yeah. And he said that I killed his girlfriend too. She's in the room. Mm-hmm. I had to kill her. I had no choice. She saw everything. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the reason for killing Susie. So it was just that Susie was in the wrong place at the wrong time, which is really unfortunate. And then on 4th of January, mm-hmm. Audrey called her friend Chiu Yi Tang asking for acid, you know? Acid. So, acid, yeah. yeah. So Audrey was like, hey, I need acid. I have a dead rat I need to dissolve. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. And so Chiu Yi Tang was like, I can't get my hand on that much acid. Yeah. You know? And so he said, and then Audrey was like, okay, fine, then just get me, like, floor cleaning solutions and stuff and come over to uh, my house. And so yeah. he came over and he saw, you know, all the blood stains and everything. And then yeah. Michael said, like, hey, um, you know, 
Alquan was embezzling money from the company. Yeah. I had to kill him, and I had no choice. His girlfriend saw everything, and I had to kill her too. Wow. So he's really twisting the story here. I mean, either way, you just don't kill someone. And so Gemma helped to clean everything. So they cleaned the house. They wiped out the blood stains, and they packed the bodies up and all of their belongings. Yeah. And they were thinking of where to dump the body. So they took measurements of the wicker basket and they took measurements of Aquan's car mm-hmm. that Michael bought for Aquan. Yeah. They took measurements of everything and everything was okay. So they snuck out at night. Mm-hmm. They carried the um. This was still the fourth of January, okay. Mm-hmm. So they carried the um basket and they put it in the back seat and they carried um Susie and they put her in the trunk mm-hmm. with all of their documents and all of their stuff mm-hmm. and. They also put weights like dumbbells in yeah. the wicker basket in the case they wanted to drown yeah, the body. Okay. So they just drove around all of Singapore, from like Tuas to Jurong and even all the way to Punggol. Um, Gemma and Michael they took turns driving around, finding like the good and perfect spot to hide them. You know, yeah. while talking it out. You know, like trying to come like okay, where would a good place be? Yeah. But eventually they couldn't find it because at Pongol Jet Jetty, mm-hmm. um, it was just too bright and there was just too many people there, mm-hmm. and so um they couldn't like come up with a good place to, you know, mm. hide them. And so at ten a.m., you know, Michael sent Gemma back home because Gemma had kids that she needed to go and collect from the babysitter. Mm-hmm. And eventually, Audrey suggested to just leave it at the orchard. Towers car park, so they went uh-huh. all the way up to the seventh level, yeah. and they just abandoned the car there. Took a taxi yeah. back home. Mm. So fifth of January, they left um to London, and eventually yeah. after a while, after like a few weeks or a few months, yeah, they went to Australia to be with Michael Macria's pregnant wife. Yes, she's she pregnant. Yeah, she was pregnant. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. And then on eighth of January two thousand and two, right. Yeah. Um, a security officer in the Orchard Towers got a call saying that you know what there was a report yeah. that hey there's an abandoned car parked you know in this yeah. level and no one has moved it it's just been there yeah. can you come and check it out and yeah. he's like okay sure he went to the car and you know as soon as he was approaching the car a foul smell just like hit him uh-huh. yeah so six days is a lot of time for a body to rot <laughs> yeah decompose right yeah things. And so, um, he immediately called the police because of just the smell. Yeah. And the police came down. It they opened up the door by forced entry, and mm. oh my god, like overwhelming smell. Mm-hmm. And they opened up, and it was just freaking decomposing bodies of Aquan and Susie. Mm-hmm. Now the cause of death from Aquan is strangulation from the headlock. Yeah. And for Susie is suffocation of the plastic bags. Yeah. And eventually, you know they. Track down. They were able to identify the bodies and track down where they lived, who they lived with, who the uh-huh. car was bought. The car was right, bought under was Michael bought McCrea, Yeah, so right. he paid the deposit and everything. So yeah. it was very easy for them to track Michael. Yeah, yeah, and then it was also um not that hard to find out what happened. Mm-hmm. They just went to the house and the house was a mess. It was just in disarray, you know. Yeah, and so they they eventually you know uh put out a wanted. Him for the murder of these two people. Yeah, and and Australia, right? Here's the thing. On June thirteen, he was arrested by the Australian police, mm-hmm. and then Australia, right? 
has a law that forbids anyone to be extradited to a country where they would receive a death penalty. Ah. So it was almost like Michael was going to get away for the murder of two lives. Yeah. And so it was it was tough. So Singapore, they were like, okay, fine. Because in Singapore, automatically, murder is death hung. penalty, yeah. yeah. You get hung to death. So they had to give him a leeway to escape the death penalty just yeah. because they wanted him to come back and face the punishment for what he did. Yeah. And so, instead of a murder charge, they said that they will reduce the sentence all the way to a culpable homicide, which is just you have to serve a prison sentence. Wow. Yeah. And so, with that agreement, Australia were like, okay, fine, you can take him. Mm-hmm. And here is the thing, right? Okay, here is the thing. Mm-hmm. Here is just the most annoying thing. Michael McCree tried to appeal three times. Mm-hmm. Three times. Man, they already reduced your sentence to like nothing. Yeah. And, you know, he appealed to go back to Singapore to face trial. Three times he appealed and three yeah. times he got rejected. And finally, in September 2005. Whoa, that is years later. Years later, you know, he finally set foot in Singapore. Because wow. it takes really long for you to appeal for them to see what is it about. Yeah. You know, go through the process and then reject it. Yeah. And then he appeals again My and God. then again and it's then so again. But all this while, he wasn't living good life. He was still in prison. Yeah. In Australian prison. Yeah. Yeah. And so he came to Singapore and he, you know, um, had no choice but to plead guilty for murdering um, the two of them. And yeah. so he... 10 years for 10 years in prison for the death of Akwan for yeah. culpable homicide 10 years in prison for culpable homicide the murder of um Susie yeah. and another 4 years just for causing evidence to disappear mm. yeah all of the destroying all of the documentations of yeah. Akwan uh, cleaning up the blood and mm-hmm. trying to hide the body yeah Four years for that. So total, he got twenty four years in prison. And here's the thing, right? He still tried to bargain, saying that. Are you can you? Me? No, no, no. He said, "Can you please take away the four years because I was in prison in Australia for four years?" And the judge was like, "You were in prison in Australia because you didn't want to come to Singapore to face your charges. So I'm not gonna grant you this four year to be gone because of the actions that you did." Yeah. So he was Praise like rejected. To the judge. And almost the judge was so angry that he wanted to almost give more. <laughs> yeah. You pissed me off. Here's the ten more years. Right? Why? You pissed me off. And so that's it. Like he didn't he it's twenty four years. Yeah. For him. And for Audrey, Audrey was already extradited in two thousand and two. October 2nd. So on mm. the year itself, she got extradited yeah. to Singapore because she's a Singapore citizen. Mm. So she got extradited here and she got two years for making evidence disappear. <laughs> and this was 12 years for her. Mm. And for so Michael was 24 oh, yes. years. But here's the messed up shit, right? Yeah. Michael would rightfully be released in 2030. Oh no, that's in but, 10 years. <laughs> but he's being released in 2022. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> he went to jail on 2006, right? Yeah. But because of good behavior and one-third remission, he's only being given 16 years in prison. Are you kidding me? 
It's a murder sentence. Like, he, yeah. not a murder so sentence. If so, if you have good... Murdered. So, apparently, the thing with this justice system is that if you are on really good behaviour, they will cut one-third of your sentence away. So, you one just... One-third? That's one a third. lot. Whoa. So, that's eight years in um, Michael's case. So that's a lot. That's why eh. he only served 16 years. Well, that's a lot. Yeah. That's really a lot. Yep. So, he'll be out in 2022. I'm scared. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. It's a very long story because there were so many characters to introduce. Yeah. But the murder itself, everything was done in like, what, 2nd January it happened and by 5th they were out of the country. Three days. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all because Akon called Audrey a slut. Yeah. Why did he have to do that? I mean, no, but why? Uh, how? Okay. Here's the thing I don't understand, right? You treat him like brother, you give him so much of money, you make him stay with you. Mm. How is something like this such a big trigger? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and also like, okay, fine, you get angry, you hit him. But once you're done, right, you snap out of it, you come out and you're like, holy shit, this is my best friend, let me call the police, let me call the ambulance. Yes. Someone come and resuscitate him back to life, you yeah. know? Yeah, exactly. Like, were they yeah. just super, super drunk to the point that, like, this? No, they but just popped the champagne, they just toasted and go, cheers, and then they so, like, like, what, like, what? There has to be more meaning to this. Like, it right? can't just be so... 2D. Yeah, exactly. It's way too shallow. Like, there yeah. was... You, the whole build-up was that they were so close. Yeah. I just don't know how to feel because... At one point, I was like, that's it. Like, this is why he murdered two people. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. But, yeah, that's it. Wow, it's not... Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this case. Crazy. Let us know what you think, you guys, in the comments on Facebook. Um, or Twitter. Or Instagram, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye! Bye.